Thanks for joining the True West Podcast with David Fischette, where David sits down with business leaders, artists, creatives, and champions of humanity to discuss their explorer's spirit. If your true north is your sense of purpose that drives you each day and that thing you'll be remembered for long after you're gone, we believe that your true west is your sense of adventure, your curiosity, and the thing that makes you turn your back to the sunrise and head into uncharted territories. You'll hear stories of tenacity and courage that live inside each of us to follow our own path into the future we desire. We hope that you will be inspired to follow your true west today. Welcome once again to the True West podcast here at the Studio Collection at Go West here in Nashville, Tennessee. I am David Fischette, and uh, with me today in studio is Reverend Mark Thompson. And we're going to talk a little bit about uh, what's going on here at the Go West experience in Nashville. But uh, Mark, first, just want to say hey, and thanks for being here with me. Hey, man. Glad to be here. Congratulations on this. This is, this is great. Nice. Glad to be a part of it. Well, I appreciate you taking the time flying down from New York to be here. Yes, sir. So this concept of true west that we're we're talking about here, and in a nutshell, we're saying, hey, if your true north is your your purpose in life, right? The reason you're placed on this planet, the thing you're going to be remembered for, mm-hmm. is your true west, your sense of curiosity and adventure and exploration, right? Mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. sets you on your path to find right. your true north, right? Right. So when you think about what you do, right, and how we met working together on Selma you, as a uh, as a civil rights activist, that sense of true West, that sense of hitting roadblocks and having to figure out a different way or creating a new path or finding something that has never been done before mm-hmm. probably seems to be something that's more true for you than most people because oh, yeah. I assume you get roadblocks <laughs> all the time. Right. So tell me a little bit about that sense of trying to figure out ways to get around or be creative to solve a problem that seems insurmountable at times. Well, that's the that's the nature of the business. And when you're dealing with civil rights and human rights, roadblocks are already there. It's, right. it's literally, it, it's the function of moving roadblocks, or in scripture we would say moving mountains right. <laughs> out yeah. of the way. Um, and, you know, it is challenging, but that's really, you know, what we're built for. You're right, the true north is, is the purpose and the calling. Uh, but the true west is actually um, carrying that forth, mm-hmm. pushing it further. Uh, and I think there's actually, and I, I commend you for that imagery because it's actually an apt way to put it. Um, when we look at um, civilization, mm-hmm. um, things tend to go west. We took Western civilization in right. school, um, and going west meant exploration and and what have you, uh, and curiosity. Granted, uh, some of it was could also be seen as exploitative, but nevertheless, west is west. Right. And so this, I think that if you're north and you're west aligned, then Mm -hmm. you're doing it the right way. And especially have a a righteous purpose and a righteous calling. So, yes, the obstacles and and, and what I appreciate, you've talked about a lot of different things here in terms of people uh, meeting their goals, Mm -hmm. people Mm -hmm. planning, people coming up with a plan, uh, those who've been attending. But... When it comes to the work I do, uh, many of the roadblocks we face are external, and they are political, and they are socioeconomic, socio-political, 
And so we have to do a little bit more to try to get around those roadblocks right. and try to push them out of the way for the good of everybody. Right. So in, in my world, dealing in corporate America, right, I see a, a, a roadblock which may come up with a client. I will try to come up with solutions, and right. those solutions may resolve the problem in a, a week, a right. month, or a couple of months. But right. what you're dealing with, none of those solutions happen that quickly, right? They're more right. systemic in nature, so therefore it's a, a much longer tail, a much longer fix. Yeah, and and for example, you have been a part of our experience in Selma, the Jubilee mm-hmm. every year, the Bridge Crossing Jubilee. That's still... A, a, a Western movement, we're still moving west on that because right. it's incomplete. Right. In fact, the very beginning of the Selma movement was just that. Prior to Selma, America was not a democracy at all. Hmm. I don't care what anyone says. Everyone could not vote in America right. before Selma. Selma made it possible for everyone to vote, but we're still trying to be sure that that law is has teeth and is enforced and, right. and the, the voting rights act which selma brought about in many respects has been gutted david so yeah it's it's not as as quick of a fix right uh, as it might be in terms of a client but we're still 58 years later we're still so. years yeah. later trying to and, and some folks want to take us back some folks want to take us back in some places in some respects we're back in the same place we were mm-hmm. um in 1965 so these fixes take a little bit more time and uh, takes a little bit more patience, and it definitely takes a north that is inclusive of a lot more faith, the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Right. That's amazing. So, so this past weekend was the, yes. the, the Jubilee. Yes. Uh, this is the 58th Jubilee. We had, yes. we had the pleasure of working together on the 56th Jubilee in the middle of COVID and taking that to a global audience through a, a broadcast, which was amazing. What have you seen change over the years at Selma? And what do people need to know that still is such a long way off that still needs to change in Selma? Well, Selma itself, again, it is the, the cradle of American democracy, the birthplace of American democracy. Um, because of that, you know, many of us feel that Selma should be treated um, in a much more sacred way and that this should be a shining city. I agree. I, we're here in Nashville where I grew up. When I left Nashville in 1985, Nashville was not a small town, but relatively small. It, it's not the, it was not the big bustling city. Right. The metropolis that it is today. And it's beautiful. And Nashville is growing and it's huge. Tra- too much traffic, of course. Cost of living is getting too high. But Nashville is booming. Right. Um, Selma should be somewhat the same way. Selma should be a, a shining city on the hill that people go to to have reverence for its role right. in the struggle. And it's because of those residents there, most of whose names we'll never know. They went up on that bridge. They Even before the bridge, there were demonstrations that brought about the right to vote in America for everyone through the 1965 Voting Rights Act and caused the president to say in the well of Congress, we shall overcome. Hmm. Um, the arch segregationists in Selma, including Smitherman, who was the mayor for, for three decades, said when Lyndon Johnson said, we shall overcome from the well of the house, it was as if someone stuck a knife in segregation's back and turned it. Um, that was the power of, uh, power right. of Selma. Everyone came to Selma. Everyone in the movement, everyone adjacent to the movement came to Selma. 
even Malcolm X came to Selma two weeks before his untimely assassination, and many people think that that was not a coincidence. He was preparing to become more enthralled right. in the movement. The, the point being that Selma, when you cross that bridge today and when you go into Selma, you ought to see a city that is thriving. Right. That community deserves that. Many of the people are still alive yep. because they were teenagers when they were on that bridge. Right. And Selma is still economically deprived, employment deprived, and now recently has been devastated by a tornado. We need to talk about ways not just to heal the wounds of American democracy, but also heal the wounds of this small town that made American democracy possible. Right. I absolutely agree. Being in Selma, I was really blown away by the lack of stature in right. the city, right? right. And, and I believe back in 2021 when we were working on that project together, you, you referred to the bridge crossing jubilee. It's kind of like the Super Bowl comes to town. Yeah. For, for Selma for yeah. a weekend, right? right? And right. all these people just end great for the community and the economy, but then they go away, right? And then they forget about Selma. And I think it's a photo op. It exactly it is a, it is a photo op with the name that still has not changed on that bridge, which right. I, to me was also the thing that was just mind blowing. That after fifty eight years, a member of the KKK's name still is on that bridge. Yeah, yeah. So it, it, that has that has not changed. But I'll be honest with you. Even for the weekend, there's not much economy. Because there's so little economic infrastructure mm -hmm. in Selma, it's not as if people who come on that weekend are able to leave much money there either, uh, if not for the street festivals and the food vendors. That's really right. where the money gets spent. Right. But year-round, Selma should be sustained, and, and people all look out for Selma. We challenged President Biden this past weekend to do just that. Let's build back better. Build back better Selma. Right. Build back Selma better. That's right. Um, Joe Biden would not be president if there were no Selma. You know, just think, think right. about this. Um, you and I are too young to remember this. <laughs> That's but, nice to hear. But, <laughs> but Jimmy Carter from Georgia right. was elected president 11 years after Selma. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's kind of mind-blowing. Yeah, that's, so. that's, that, that's how close together that was. Right. You know, yeah, so I was 12 at that point. Dr. King had not even been deceased 10 years you see. Right. So, folks, we think about history in an, in an ancient kind of a way, but that wasn't that very long ago. And if you don't have Selma, you don't have Jimmy Carter, you don't have right. Bill Clinton, you don't have Barack Obama, you don't have Kamala Harris, you don't have Joe Biden. Uh, because those who would have been able to vote for those presidents would have been disenfranchised and right. not able to vote and not able to, to make that difference. So... So a, a debt is owed by the whole nation hmm. to Selma. It really is. And I believe that's that. what we're about. I do believe and, that. And we have to talk about that more. Again, this was the first year where I know I put a lot of focus on it. Um, as a member of the board of the Bridge Crossing Jubilee, SelmaJubilee.com, folks, um, we decided we would focus on that more. And we're going to continue to do that, to let presidents and politicians know, look, a lot of the people who are helping to undermine voting rights, still come to Selma and take the picture. Right. And they're against voting. And they're in they're doing redistricting and voter suppression and gerrymandering. And they still come to Selma and take the picture. It's amazing. Right. And so we've got to do something about that. I believe that. I appreciate you so much. I appreciate your heart. I appreciate just knowing you. There's I mean we could go on for quite some time talking about some of the stories we we worked on together. Just amazing. Just your 
your power, your presence, your influence, and the relationships you have with so many people uh, that are uh, out to make a change in the world. And I I just appreciate you, you, brother. So thank you for taking time to be here. Looking forward to our time tomorrow. Tomorrow we're going to be doing a a session with our team called The Bridge from Selma. Uh, We'll talk about what we did together in 2021. Uh, That's uh, here at the Go West Experience. Uh, Day three tomorrow, the True West of Giving. And this is the uh, True West Podcast. Thanks for joining us here. Thanks for joining the True West Podcast. If you'd like more information on today's guest, please check below or see the episode notes. Until then, stay curious.